Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Pop the popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas, and grab a drink. Because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hey, guys. We are back in the cozy home studio um, after our live show, which went... How do you think it went? I think it went amazing. I think it was one of the best days of my whole life. I agree. I think it went... I had high expectations and it blew them out of the water. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, it was so good. You guys who were there were fantastic. And now it's up on the YouTube channel for the podcast. So everyone who didn't get to attend in person gets to experience it. And I think my favorite part was getting to like interact with the people who listen to the podcast in real time. Yeah, that was really fun to hear people laughing at us. I was like, oh, Am I, like, a little bit funny sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> they, like, boosted your ego. Yeah. I feel like, because for me, it's like, I don't know what things people are going to really enjoy us talking about yeah. In when we're just sitting in this room, because it's just us. And I sometimes think, like, oh, this is so boring. People aren't going to like this. And then the comments, people are like, oh, my gosh, that was my favorite part. I know. It's weird that people just like us talking. Like, right? like people came to the show to listen to us sit on a couch and talk for an hour and a half or that people care about things like kyle texted me like an hour ago and was like just so you know the number one thing that sold from the like my link in description is the soil tester <laughs> and i was like how weird that like i put that on my list and i was like everybody's just gonna make fun of me like nobody's gonna care yeah but like people like want to know about soil testers right (laughs) it's just so awesome it's so cool because i feel like our audience truly is like people that we would be friends with and so it's so fun to meet everyone and even like hearing about shared experiences of like we would talk about something and people in the audience would like groan yeah or be like oh Oh, i remember that same i'm like how crazy it's so wild it was so cool um also exciting news we have our first sponsor. Um, this podcast episode is sponsored by Cash App. We will be talking about them more um, later in the podcast. But uh, big shouts out to Cash App for being the first brand to hop on board the unfiltered train. Woo! So exciting. So exciting. <sighs> I... I'm really excited that the podcast is growing. I'm really excited just for everything that's been happening with it. I think when we started the podcast, it was kind of like I my goal was to have like a couple thousand viewers per episode. Yeah. And then now that we're getting like 30, 40, 50,000 views an episode, I'm like, 
this is crazy it's wild it's so cool well and that's on youtube that's true right yeah it's not even including like people who listen on apple Podcasts or spotify, spotify or anywhere else where you get your <laughs> good good podcast content which i guess is a good time now to uh because steven always gets on me he's like you need to tell people to subscribe to the podcast and i always wait till the end so hello everyone beginning of the podcast um, if you like this, subscribe to the YouTube channel for Sierra Unfiltered. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, mm-hmm. write us a review, give us five stars. I think an important thing, too, to note with subscribing on the podcast is I feel like a lot of people, like, I know I've gotten away with not subscribing to some of my favorite YouTube channels because after you watch a certain amount, they're always in your recommended. And mm-hmm. so there have been people where I've watched them for like three years and I just never realized I was subscribed. Mm-hmm. But we don't get recommended that much. No, because we don't. Because we're, we're new. super long form. We're super new. And our titles are like, our favorite things. Yeah. Hot takes, which aren't like clickable, Clickbait. crazy things. Yeah. So I feel like with subscribing, then you know that you are getting the podcast when they come out. That's You're a not good like, pitch. Oh, I missed three episodes because <laughs> yeah. they weren't in my recommended. Yeah. And we usually post on Mondays, except uh, for the live show we posted on Wednesday because it was, or no, we posted on Tuesday because mm-hmm. it was on a Sunday. And uh, Carly, who edits the podcast, uh, we did not want to make her, like, stay up overnight editing the podcast. Well, when we're filming this, it's a couple days before Thanksgiving. Yes. And you and Carly are going Black Friday shopping. I know. I I do it by my – well, I go shopping with, like, my cousins and my aunt every year, and then I film on my own. Mm -hmm. And I was telling Carly about this, and she's like, can I come? Like, I've always wanted to go Black Friday shopping, and then, like, to stay up late and, like, make a video about it sounds like a blast. And I was like – really she was like yeah like please I was like all right when I do the work schedule for November I'm gonna put it tentatively yeah on your schedule but if things come up with your family with whatever you're tired you definitely don't have to come and then a couple days ago I was like hey so like how are you feeling about Black Friday she's like oh I'm in Carly's so awesome she's giving us like eyebrow raises from behind the camera how she's are so you cute. still that excited for Black Friday Oh, Carly. I've never gone Black Friday shopping. I'm uh, excited this year. We'll talk about it later on in the podcast. Oh. But Kyle and I are in escrow. Yeah. Which means that there's like a 95% chance that we will have be owners yes. of a condo by this time next month, which is wild. Which is crazy because you're due in January, which means – yeah. That you are going to have a little nursery for mm-hmm. baby pee. Mm-hmm. Well, and also it's it's really convenient that this is all happening, like, around the Black Friday time. Because mm-hmm. normally you're like, oh, wow, look at that great washer and dryer that are 70% off at Lowe's. Wish I had a need for a washer and dryer. <laughs> yeah. But, like, literally, like, all of the appliances, like, any big furniture items, we're just going to be on our computer for a long time. That's going to be so fun. Send me everything. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm all, here's our dishwasher. Here's our whatever. You total- You should do, like, an Instagram series of, like, swipe ups for all your Black Friday home deals. Oh, my gosh. Because I bet that – because we use affiliate links. So when Kyle links in the description, yeah. he uses affiliate links. Mm-hmm. So then Skyler and Kyle make a small commission off of that. When I link in the dis- in the actual description, I use an affiliate link, so I get a commission off that. Yeah. So if you did swipe ups, and then 
it's like a dryer yeah. that's like expensive. I need to get better about learning how to do them because I I know how to do the Amazon ones. Yeah, now. Kyle's now clearly pretty good at it. Yeah, I honestly should probably just ask <laughs> Kyle, Kyle for to advice. I know I've been thinking about. I feel like maybe once like the the nursery is set up yeah. or like the baby is here, I should do some sort of like what's in my diaper bag yeah. or like like toys that I bought because I feel like I've spent so many hours researching on like the best like wooden Montessori toys mm-hmm. or the best whatever and so I feel like I want to like impart that knowledge but I would have to figure out how to do like swipe up well then you could just do like a highlight on your instagram actual page yeah so then it's not just like it's there for 24 hours and then people are like i saw that you posted about this totally bassinet but i don't know where to get it i feel like you should totally do that let us know in the comments if you guys want skylar to do that i think it'd be great (laughs) um what you're drinking i am drinking sprite which is very exciting i had like an extra 20 minutes on my way over here and I was like, this isn't enough time to, like, get in and out French fries. <laughs> but, like, it is enough time to stop at the Home Depot and get a Sprite. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have. Feeling Ooh, very jazzed up. Ooh. <laughs> Not crazy. really. I feel tired. But <laughs> uh, what about you? What are you drinking? Well, I was drinking water. But right before the podcast started, I drank all of it. And now I just have some, like, crunchy ice in here. Oh, no. So I'm just kind of like, every time you see me take a sip, I'm just kind of like, slurping a little bit of ice oh no this is gonna be bad sorry (laughs) sorry not sorry (laughs) no i'm trying to chew it quietly i'm sorry oh my goodness okay well i'll get started well with my hot take while sierra chews her ice fantastic my hot take and i feel like this is especially pertinent around the holiday season is that you should not be obligated to hug anyone especially family members i feel like there have been so many times especially when i was like a really awkward like 12 13 14 year old girl where it's like oh come on like give cousin jimmy a hug oh like where's my hug and sometimes you have weird family members or like sometimes you just don't like someone yeah (laughs) like like i don't some people are just not huggers yeah and that's fine that too well and also i just yeah i mean i'm a really big hugger like even when we did our meet and greet there were some people like some of the guys would like go in for like a handshake and i'd be like sorry i'm a hugger i'm a hugger so i guess i am cousin jimmy in that situation but i think that yeah i think especially around the holidays there's a lot of like Come on, you owe me a hug. Like, don't be weird. (laughs) I guess here's my, like, almost more controversial. This isn't my hot take, but just going off of that. Yeah. I think goodbyes are really awkward. Like, especially with, like, family. And then it's like, bye. And it's always, like, just, like, thanks so much for coming. See you next year. Mm -hmm. Like, I think sometimes you should just, like, you don't have to do a long goodbye where you walk through every room and, like, say something to everyone and give them a hug. Like, I think it's appropriate, if you want to, to just go head towards the door and say, hey, guys, we're heading out. Thanks so much for having us. We'll we'll see you at, you know, Easter. Wave bye. I think that's fine. So it sounds like you're a fan of, is it called the Irish exit? Yes. I think, is that what, is that offensive? No. No. Okay. I don't know. Let us know in the comments. 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 Educate us if it is. Carly, is that offensive? I think okay. that's what it's just. That's what, what it's called. It's called. Okay. Um, 
yeah i feel like i feel like that's what you should do okay i feel like if, if you yeah. start doing it i feel like everyone secretly wants to do that well and there are like if you someone's visiting a from a really f- long way away and i haven't seen them for a long time or we had like yeah. a particularly good talk i want to like, go up to them in. and be like hey you know like send me a text if you ever need anything we'd yeah. love to have you guys out give me a hug like so great to see you mm. but like i don't need to do that for everyone yeah especially like i don't know like i see my mom like once a week like i don't need to like bye mother thank you for the thanksgiving din-. like it's fine we, i said thank you after dinner and yeah i could just be like thanks for having us bye see i almost have the opposite of i do feel like i like giving like my mom and my stepdad and siblings and everyone like hugs goodbye and properly saying goodbye but like with the people who I didn't even talk to yeah. that night. Yeah. Or, like, the people, I feel like it's always awkward to be like, ah, well, haha, with the holiday season coming up, I guess we're going to be seeing a lot of each other. See you in a couple weeks for Christmas. <laughs> yep. Buddy. See, safe drive. I saw. Haha. Like, it just, like, goes on, on and, and on. And you're like, and then they come back in and they're like, what's happening? Here. Forgot my casserole dish. <laughs> guess i'll give you another hug and you're like see you at christmas oh goodness i i saw this really cute video on twitter and it was this first grade teacher and when her kids would come into the classroom she had a little board at the door that said like high five handshake hug yeah and the kids would walk up and they would hit which one they want Mm -hmm. and then like i thought that was a really i i don't know what that made me think of that because as a kid i was like i would have much rather like gave my you know random relatives who I'm not close with like a high five yeah and I feel like that idea is really cool and I think that's maybe something that I'd like to implement with my kids so they don't feel like they have to hug every relative oh totally where it's like I would like and even like with your son yeah I would love to say to him like okay like I'm leaving do you want like a high five or a hug or like a fist bump yeah. like I feel like that's kind of a good way to be like totally this it's polite to say goodbye to people but you don't necessarily have to physically embrace them i i love hugs like i'm i'm like olaf i love warm hugs Uh but i do think it's a weird thing that we've just decided that like sometimes if you're at like a casual meeting after the meeting you'll like hug someone oh you know what i think is the worst when you're with a group of friends and then there's like one new person in the group who you don't know or who you just met and like you shook their like you hugged everyone else and then you're like i don't know if i'm supposed to hug you or shake your hand <laughs> do you know what i mean i don't know if i've ever been in that situation because i don't know if i have enough friends to <laughs> like i don't know if i have like circles of friends that's like ever growing i feel like that happens i that's happened to me quite a few times oh what is your hot take um my hot take is that people who are pushy and rude on black friday should be banned from participating forever Because here's the thing. I think that Black Friday is fun. Mm -hmm. I love going Black Friday shopping. I also understand that it is not necessarily the best thing for the people who have to work Black Friday. Mm -hmm. They're getting taken away from their families. Um, They're in this stressful situation. They have to stay up all night. They're often underpaid. I get it. And I, I think I... I've for a little while was conflicted on whether I should like continue participating in Black Friday because of that Mm -hmm. and I think I've decided like I will participate in Black Friday and I will be extra nice yeah and so like I make a an extra extra effort to every person who's checking out be like hey thanks so much for being here you know I I really hope the rest of your night goes well like Mm -hmm. you got this thanks so much for being awesome yeah and I feel like people who 
our total Karens on Black Friday ruin it not only for the store employees but also for the other people shopping. Yeah. Like I don't I don't want to be waiting in line for a Bath and Body Works and have someone in front of me being like I wanted the candy cane candle and you ran out and like I don't it bothers me knowing that it's bothering the workers. Yeah. And it just makes it bad for everyone if everyone was chipper and nice and and I guess polite yeah. Black Friday shopping it still wouldn't be ideal for the workers but it wouldn't be so bad yeah I mean I concur I've never been Black Friday shopping so I don't I can't fully I mean I can imagine because I've worked in customer service like yeah. just how bad that would be my bump date is that Kyle is my baby's favorite person in the world and it's very cute but also a little frustrating because I'm doing all the work. <laughs> like, it has now become a thing where mostly at night, but really, like, anytime throughout the day, if it's, like, a weekend, Kyle will, like, put his head up to my stomach and be like, hey, little guy, like, how's it hanging? Like, what's going on in there? Like, are you excited for Thanksgiving? And he'll just, no matter what, He'll, like, start flipping around. Aww. He'll, like, kick. He'll whatever. And then Kyle will, like, lay his head once he's awake. And my baby will just, like, pound on his head and flip all around. and gets, like, so excited. Aww. And I've, like, sorry, Mom, if you're listening. We've, like, tried it with my mom. We've tried it with my sister of, like, them being, like, hey, buddy. Like, how's it going? Just doesn't react. But for some reason, mm. Kyle is just, like, his favorite person. And I'll do it all the time. I'll be like, I'll like poke my stomach and be like, hey, how's it going? Nothing. I feel like the human embodiment (laughs) of that Snoop Dogg meme where he holds up the piece of paper and it's like, that's some cute shit. (laughs) I've never seen that meme. I love that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But yeah, so that's my bump date. I feel like it's really cute, but also it's kind of annoying because I feel like a lot of people think Kyle's like more fun than I am. (laughs) like really like i'm growing you i'm feeding you i'm doing all this for you and you like this dope who comes over for like five minutes a day and is like hey you excited for some mashed potatoes (laughs) come on that's so funny uh do you have a pcos update oh yeah we should we need to come up with a name for this yes so someone in my dms told me that um like women in support groups who have pcos call each other sisters but like c-y-s-t-e-r like a cyst which i think is really cute and funny but i don't know how to integrate that into like the name yeah so i guess we could call it like sisterhood or some i don't know we gotta i think that's really cute i know i was like that's that's like a i'm big into like making fun of things that like bring you sadness and so i feel like that's kind of like that so i'm big into making fun of things that bring you sadness like i kind of have like i i guess calling yourself like sisters isn't like dark humor but it's kind of like embracing it yeah i'd say i have like a little bit of that like embracing it bordering on dark humor i get that i get that um but yeah so my update on that is steven and i had a um obgyn appointment today and we got some more answers um on things with pcos we sat down with our OB and made, like, a game plan of, like, okay, we're going to keep trying as we have been until this time, and then 
after that we're going to try this medication and then if that doesn't work we're going to try this and then if that doesn't work we're going to try this and we basically have like the next year and a half if we aren't pregnant like mapped out yeah and I think for me as someone who really likes to plan I'm really glad that we have that Mm -hmm. and also I think with everything that I've learned about PCOS it makes me really glad that I did preconception planning Mm -hmm. um the something I got a lot when I first said you know Stephen and I are getting close to trying and here's all the preconception planning that we're doing I got a lot of all you have to do to get pregnant is just have sex. You're stressing yourself out with all this planning. You don't need to get blood work. You don't need to do this. Thank goodness I did. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's right for everyone. I'm saying for me, yeah. I would not have found out I have PCOS. I would not have had this plan. I would not be um, doing the things that I'm doing now to try and minimize the effects of PCOS. Yeah. Because I would have just thought, oh, well, it'll happen when it happens. Mm-hmm. And it will. But also... There are medical things that you can do to help that. Yeah. Um, And I'm just very glad that I had medical intervention and that I did all that preconception planning. Mm -hmm. Um, And my biggest thing is I would say any women out there who are having any hormonal issues, your period's irregular, go to the doctor, get checked out. Mm -hmm. Um, Worst case scenario, or yeah, I guess worst case scenario, you know what's going on. Yeah. And if nothing's wrong, then great. Now you know that, okay it takes us a while to conceive that's normal because it's just we're every but all the other stuff checks out but I think what you were telling me earlier too of even if you're like a teenage girl and you haven't gotten your period for like four months being like oh maybe I should still go see a doctor Mm -hmm. just to make sure everything's all right like it it's not always just hey cool I don't have my period I don't have to worry about that yeah there's usually some sort of like medical reason why that's happening and even if it's really nothing at the end of the day at least you've gotten checked out Mm -hmm. I feel like that just applies to all women like whether you're actively trying not to conceive whether you're actively trying to conceive like it's always just great to be informed about your health I agree and I'm very glad that I did um and I'm very glad that I have a game plan and I also want to reiterate that I'm not like I don't think I'm overthinking this and I don't think I'm stressing myself out about this I'm very much at peace with that my time to be a mother will come eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be through pregnancy or not, I'm very much at peace with that. But I'm going to do the things that are in my control to try and make it happen. Yeah. Um, and I'm really optimistic about my plan. And um, I also, in addition to my PCOS questions, I just got a lot of uh, other, like, preconception questions out of the way. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> I didn't even know if I was going to talk about this. So, like, two weeks ago, Stephen and I went to a bar, and I posted a boomerang of, like, a beer glass. Mm -hmm. And someone DM'd me and was like, you effing idiot, how dare you? You said you're trying to conceive, and you're drinking a beer. And I, like, read that, and I was like, am I wrong? Because I had already talked to my OB about, like, oh, is it, like, what's the protocol for drinking during trying to conceive? And my OB before this, because I now have a different OB with PCOS because she specializes Mm -hmm. in that, was like, yeah, um, the best case scenario, like the best practice is like totally fine to drink in moderation. If you want to be extra careful in your two-week window after your ovulation peak, don't drink. Yeah. So that was the advice I had been following. I'm drinking Mm -hmm. in moderation. I'm not ever having more than like one or two drinks. Um, And that's like once a week maybe. Yeah. And I was really taken aback by like that DM. Yeah. Um, And I was – I got in my own head and was like, 
uh, am I an effing idiot? Like, yeah. am I ill-informed? And so then I asked my doctor again, and she gave me the same answer. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'm fine to have a beer at a bar with my husband outside of the two-week window. I'm fine if I want to have a glass of wine at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, And I think that also just really reiterated to me, like, there's n- no one has the right to tell you what you're doing with your health other than your doctor. Yeah. If my doctor had told me today – absolutely you should not be drinking at all when you're trying to conceive I would not be drinking at all yeah and I'm not really drinking I think the last time I I don't think I've had a drink since that time at the bar because I was so like yeah you didn't even drink at the live show which I was like really surprised by no I think I was like I don't know I got really in my head after I know that was just like one dm yeah but it was like so harsh and I Mm -hmm. was like I don't know I and and then of course like for me and I'm sure you feel the same way the last thing that you want to do is like be a bad mom and like I'm not even a mom like I'm not even pregnant and but just the idea of that was like I got I got so in my head about it so I feel like that really cleared it up another dm I got I posted that I was drinking a black tea and someone was like oh my gosh there's caffeine in that you're trying to conceive you should not be drinking that like educate yourself and I asked my OB today and they were like yeah you should try to consume under 200 milligrams of caffeine a day and I looked it up and there's like 60 milligrams of caffeine in my black tea and I don't know. I just... And also, like, you aren't pregnant. Like, right, you're on right. the journey to try and yeah. conceive. Yeah. I, I just feel like people are really up in arms with their opinions on things. I think, like, I don't know. I even get a decent amount of DMs about things really? where... And, and I'm not even super vocal about all the choices I make. Like, no. I don't really, I don't know. But even people being like, are you going to raise your baby vegan? Because if you raise your baby vegan, then they're going to have all sorts of issues. And I'm like, I mean, just so everyone on the podcast knows, I'm raising my son vegetarian. <laughs> but also, that's my decision. And like, you that's... can consult your doctor yeah. who's educated and say, and hey, I... what are your thoughts about me raising my baby vegetarian? Yeah. Because they have education and they know your health history yeah like my OBGYN <laughs> is very informed about it right. and then like eventually like my son's pediatrician will be informed about it we'll make sure that he's like always getting the proper nutrients and but it's people like I haven't even said I'm raising my son vegan because I'm not I'm raising him vegetarian right and I've gotten probably at least 30 dms being like oh because you're vegan I'm assuming that you're gonna raise your son vegan and that's wrong for x y and z reasons and honestly usually their reasons don't make any sense (laughs) so I I just I feel like people are so quick to hop on judgment Mm -hmm. and it's I mean even like we talked briefly with Carrie about it, and I know you've talked about it, too, of, like, even people talking about your pets. Being yeah. like, oh, like, this animal is overweight, or this animal clearly has this disease, or, like, yeah. even, like, after Poppy passed, someone messaged me, like, we literally made a three-story custom cage for her. Like, she went through so many iterations of cages to get to one that had, like, the proper amount of space, the proper amount of ventilation, whatever. And someone messaged me the day that she passed away when, like, I posted about it. Because I posted and was like, hey, we spent, like, hundreds of dollars on this cage. Like, I want to give it away to someone for free so that, like, a hamster who's in not a good cage can be, like, rehomed. And someone was like, 
Sorry, I hate to break it to you. I'm not totally sure because of the scale of the picture, but that looks like it's way too small for a hamster. Like, that is really inhumane and really this, that, and the other. And I'm like, my animal literally just died today. And you're going to, like, what What are you hoping to gain from that? Like, there's yeah. no, there's nothing I can change about, like, it's not like, oh. Let me the, go get my dead hamster a new cage. Yeah, like, what do you... <laughs> I don't know. People are just so uppity about certain things. I know. And I and, and I I get it because people I don't get it. But I I see that people look at lives of those who are living publicly on social media and think that they're seeing the whole picture. Yeah. Um and they're they're not. And yeah. I get that a lot with my weight as well. I made that video about um my weight gain and PCOS. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, well, you need to lose weight to handle PCOS and da, da 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 and you said that you're not going to and I'm like I said I'm gonna follow what my doctor tells me yeah if my doctor tells me to lose weight I will do the things that my doctor says I should do to try to lose weight with mm-hmm. PCOS if my doctor says hey instead of working out four days a week you should do six I will do six days a week if my doctor says hey instead of eating these things you should eat these things I will do that yeah. Um. Because I want to get my PCOS under control. Mm-hmm. But what I'm not going to do is take every advice from internet doctors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like everyone has an opinion on literally everything. Like, we can cut this out if you want to. No, I'm fine talking about it. Um. But... I am having a son. My my baby is a male. Mm-hmm. And so the biggest controversial thing with males, I won't say what I'm doing, but I'm going to talk briefly about it just because I feel like it pertains, yeah. is like circumcision. Mm-hmm. And I have had so many family members. I don't think I've had any friends. Yeah, I haven't had any friends be weird about it, but I've had a lot of family members be like, oh, you're for sure doing this, right? It's like, well, you know, Kyle and I are watching documentaries. We're reading articles. <laughs> like, we're talking to our doctor. Like, we are investigating because I think that every decision that you make as not only a parent, but just a person should be an educated decision. Yeah. So, like, I'm not just going to default to something because that's, like, the social norm. Yeah. And it's so interesting how people get so opinionated about specific things. And this, like, like, why? Like, you're never going to change my son's diaper. Like, why do you, like, this literally does not affect you at all. The stat, I mean, this is, like, the perfect representation of, like, when things don't affect you, like, just leave it. The status of your son's genitals are not anyone's business. Right? Like, anyone. Like, and I, I've gotten a decent amount of DMs on Instagram asking me, like, what I'm going to do because they're They're also pregnant and they're also, like, which I think is super valid. I think is appropriate. Like, I can choose to, like, ignore that DM or respond to it or whatever I do. I'm not going to respond to them just because I don't want to, like, face backlash depending on, like, what I end up doing. Um, Just because it's, like, what we talked about before of I think I, like, I wouldn't want the internet to know what was happening to my genitals if, like, Mm -hmm. my mom had a podcast back in the day, you know what I mean? But I think that it's just so crazy how so many people are so opinionated, and then they have, like, no facts. Like, it's just, it's like, oh, you need to do this. Why? Well, because that's normal. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, well, who's to say what's 
that's normal. I can yeah. also say it's normal that, like, that's the way you're born. Yeah. But, like, I – or you could say, I don't know. But – Anyways, that's my little ramble. No, I, I just, love that. Are you okay if we keep that in? Oh my god, I, of I feel like that to me is the perfect representation of like, don't tell people that they're wrong and don't tell people. Well, I guess if well, it's something, especially especially when you're assuming something. Yeah, like I exactly. Think, I think if you're assuming something or you're not educated on something, like you yeah. don't give your opinion. Like. Yeah. Like, all the people who have messaged me hate about, like, raising my son vegan, I'm not raising him <laughs> vegan. Like, I'm raising him vegetarian. He'll eat mostly vegan because that's, like, mostly what Kyle and I eat. But, yeah. like, Kyle eats vegetarian and for a long time he ate pescatarian. Like, yeah. I I just, I don't know. And so I think that especially when it comes to parenting and conception and all of that, people just have so many opinions and they just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, why Why did that lady care so much that you were drinking a beer? Like, yeah. you very clearly knew you were not pregnant. Right. Like, I well, just... Well, and it's, some people take five, ten years mm-hmm. to conceive with PCOS. I mean, it, it, it that's very possible. Am I supposed to never drink caffeine and never have a glass of wine if I if it takes me five years to get pregnant? Also, I think it's it's interesting because... I mean, obviously, there have always been people who have tried to get pregnant. This isn't, like, a new phenomenon. But I do think with the internet, it has become a lot more um, open about, like, people sharing their Mm -hmm. journeys. And so I think a lot of people just assume that, like, anyone who's trying to get pregnant, like, that's all that they're doing with their lives. (laughs) You know? And you're like... I'm still living. Like, this could take me a year. This could take me more. Like, I don't know. And I, like, I'm going to be safe about it. I'm going to follow what my doctor recommends. Mm -hmm. But I'm not just going to, like, sit in, like, a plastic bubble and not do anything when I know for sure I'm not pregnant. Like, why? What's the reasoning? And and I think my main thing is, like, I will follow what my doctor says. And I I think it's up to me if I want to disclose what my doctor has advised beyond to the people who follow me. Yeah. And it's hard because 99% of the people who follow me and listen to this, like, I want to share with them. Yeah. Uh, and and they want to know and, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to share with them. But it's – I don't want to let that 1% affect me. Yeah. But it's hard sometimes when someone DMs you and tells you that you're an effing idiot and are going to ruin your future child's life. Totally. Like, it's hard. Yeah. Um. And so, it, I don't know. Well, especially because I think both you and I like to be as educated as we possibly can on everything. But, like, it's just not possible. Like, there are literally hundreds and hundreds of books out there on, like, the best way to conceive yeah. or the best practices for this or even like doctors will have different opinions like mm-hmm. doctor to doctor and so it's hard when you get messages and you're like are they right like am I, like you said am yeah. I an idiot yeah. yeah but at the end of the day it's like no I've checked with two doctors yeah I'm good I'm cool yeah but uh, <sighs> yeah people. sorry that was a rant um no but I think people like hearing that like I, I think so. Well, and, and I, think, I think everyone goes through that to some degree, whether it's, like we said, in that segment, we talked about everything from, like, circumcision and, like, drinking and pre-pregnancy to, like, people saying that, like, your dog is overweight or that, like, your yeah. hamster's cage is too small. Like, I think that that's just a wide-reaching thing of everyone gets unsolicited advice, and yeah. I think that's really what it is, and it's just... It's funny, too, because I feel like the people who are 
cautious about giving unsolicited advice are the ones who I'm like, please give me your advice. Like, oh, yeah. I was hanging out with my future sister-in-law, my brother's yeah. fiance yesterday, and um, she works at an OB. Yeah. And she was like, oh, uh, she was like, yeah, I've been actually asking a lot of the people at the, the clinic I work at about um PCOS just so that I'm like educated on what's going on with you but like I won't tell you any of that because like I know you don't want advice I'm like no I would love to hear like from you like I don't want to hear from like random third cousin Sal about like how the best thing for PCOS is to eat a pound of beef jerky every day Mm -hmm. um I would love to hear from you who like is someone close to me in my life and has some sort of experience and and she you know told me what you know she had learned about it and I was very grateful for that yeah and I get dms a lot that are like hi um I know that like like hey I, I don't want to overstep mm-hmm. um but just know like you're not going through it alone this book really helped me to understand what's going on I fully appreciate that yeah. and I think there's a difference between like advice and community and like judgment yeah I think it's uh the two main things are unsolicited and uneducated because I think <laughs> yeah. like I mean, I've talked to you, I've talked to Jessica, I've talked to my mom, I've talked to Kyle, I've talked to my dad, I've talked to Kyle's mom, I've talked to everyone about, like, what we're deciding with, like, circumcision versus not circumcision, and that's because, like, I value each of your opinions for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, you're my baby's guide mother. Mm -hmm. Like, I trust your judgment. Like, I'll probably come to you a lot in life and be like, hey, I'm toying around with this idea. Here are kind of the two thoughts of like this side versus this side here's where I am what do you think like do you agree like tell me honestly because like this is like this is my first child like I'm going at this alone or like even like talking to Kyle being like I mean I don't have I'm not a male (laughs) like I don't I don't know what are your thoughts yeah and so I think that like a lot of times like advice is so 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 helpful it's just when it, like, comes out of left field from someone you've never met or someone you know. And when it's very and aggressive. It's, yeah. When it's, like, <laughs> this is the only way. Yeah. And you're, like, well, is it? Is it? <laughs> I feel like everything has a couple options. But yeah. oh, <sighs> that was our long, our long thing. But, I, again, I feel like people enjoy listening to that. I hope so. Um, so we had a long gap between – um the live show which was the last podcast and then Mm -hmm. us recording the podcast before that because we were on like a almost a three-week hiatus yeah well and then at the live show we didn't do any catch-up because we're like in person and we wanted to you know talk about like your road to a million subscribers and all of like the channel things Mm -hmm. so it's been almost a month since we've like recorded a normal podcast in studio yeah so we have a lot to catch up on we do do we want to start with your disney world trip sure because you and i have talked about it briefly but i haven't even heard like all of the details of it yeah it was literally so magical like it was just the best trip it was so positive and I, I I don't know chime in if you feel the same way but I feel like I'm constantly in awe of like fall uh, so cheesy I hate myself um of like oh. falling more in love like I'm always like I didn't know it was possible to love this person more and then like we went on this trip and I'm like wow I feel so much closer to you like and then I remember like on our honeymoon thinking like I will never feel closer than this and then now it's like I love him like so much more and I can't even imagine like loving him more than I do after that trip but I know I will 
and it's like so gross and cheesy it's not gross or cheesy and i love it oh my gosh that's so sweet yeah it was so awesome and great and we had just such a blast and it's so fun because you know we met at disneyland and so then like we've always talked about going to disney world and it was just Mm. so fun and it was great i loved every second that what was like your highlight of the trip was there like a specific moment um okay two highlights so first there was there was the star wars show at hollywood studios that i was like in awe of and i don't like shows i don't really like fireworks i don't really like shows i'm i'm like a broadway musical person but i don't like 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 i don't go to world of color and i'm like wow yeah like it's just not my thing this star wars show there was fire. They had prequel stuff. They played the Cantina song. They had like lasers and projections. And, oh, it was so cool. I loved it. Um, so that was just cool on like a like wow factor yeah. level. And then um, Stephen booked us this uh, romantic dinner inside the Cinderella Castle. Oh, that's so cool. And I didn't really know the scope of it. So originally he was going to like full on surprise me with it, but then it like showed up in the Disney app. So he was like, oh, I booked us this like Cinderella dinner. And I was like, oh, cool. Like character dining sounds cool. But I didn't know it was like in the castle. And then like we were walking up and he was like explaining it to me. And I was like, wait, we're like eating like a fancy dinner, like inside the castle and it was so cool magical and i just loved every second that's so amazing oh my gosh i'm so happy for you for literally forever you guys have well not you guys steven has always said like (laughs) that's his like to do of like before you start trying like you want to do a disney world trip with the two of you and so it's so cool seeing it happen yeah it was fun i liked it a lot then do we want to talk about your Hollister trip? Oh, yeah. So I'm going to be a Hollister model. Which is so exciting. So crazy. Because those, it was so fun. Even at the meet and greet yeah. um, for the live show, like four people were in the Hollister paper bag jeans. Aww. Three people at the pre-show meet and greet and one person at the post-show meet and greet were in the Hollister jeans. And I was like. That's so awesome. That's so cool. And like all of them were like, I bought these jeans because of you. And I'm like, that's so cool. And now I'm literally the person like modeling those jeans like in store and on the website like that's just like mind-boggling it was cool I was a little bit nervous going into it just because I'd never I've never done a shoot like that yeah and I know that like inclusivity has been like a trend and Mm -hmm. some people are like oh our brand's just like being inclusive for the trend I was in awe at how much the crew and like the creative team for Hollister like was yeah. all in on like inclusivity not photoshopping being natural like I felt so confident and empowered in that like I didn't need to like hold in my stomach in my swimsuit photos yeah and I could they wanted the realness of like yeah. leaning over and it's fine if, if, if there are summer girls it's great mm-hmm. if there are yeah like jumping in the pool and being confident and like Aww. it was so awesome and the people there were so cool and I made so many friends and Aww. I just couldn't have asked for a better shoot 
That's so awesome. Well, and it's so cool, too. I feel like that's one of those things where, like, even I was talking to one of my relatives about it. I was like, oh, yeah, Sierra's gone right now because she's doing, like, a big brand thing with Hollister. And they were like, oh, that's so cool. She's sponsored by Hollister. Like, that's so amazing. And I was like, no, like, she's going to be in stores. Like, this is... And I feel like it's things like that or things like I know for both of us that was one of our biggest takeaways of the live show of I feel like I know for my parents I felt like they really started to like get it you mm-hmm. know of like, like get what we do yeah of being like oh my gosh like we just waited in line to like take a picture with our daughter yeah. <laughs> like well look at like all these girls who are like so impacted or people who like brought their parents with them or you know like it's just I feel like things like this are really cool markers to people who I mean for you personally but also for people who like don't understand social media to be like like I know you uh doing a campaign with Calvin Klein was also like a similar thing for you mm-hmm. of being like yes like this is my career (laughs) like this isn't just like me at home for like an hour a day like vlogging like this is like what I do yeah it's cool it's something I feel very like excited about and not even just like for me and for my viewers but I get excited at the idea of like a girl in high school walking into Hollister to like find a swimsuit or a pair of jeans and maybe she's like a little bit self-conscious and isn't really sure how she's feeling about her body and then, like, gets to go in and see, like, so many different bodies in this photo shoot. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just, like, me and then, like, everyone else was, like, a typical model. It yeah. was, like, so many different sizes and heights and shapes. And mm. it was so awesome. And I just love the idea of, like, girls going into stores and seeing people who look like them. Yeah. Because I think I needed that. I still need it. Like, even I feel like since I've been pregnant, especially, like, I really only in-store shop at Aerie or American Eagle. Like, that's really it. Other than that, like, thrift shop. But, I mean, there aren't, like, pictures of girls up at, like, Goodwill or, like, Plato's Closet. But I feel like walking into the... um, like airy dressing room and having like all the post-it notes up and even just seeing like all of the different models is like so comforting and empowering of like I don't know I I just think it's so cool did you hear that the Victoria's Secret fashion show is canceled (laughs) I did hear thoughts um I didn't like really read into it I saw like we were all texting about it in the group chat yeah the group chat like with the boys (laughs) um I think that I mean I personally just have never liked the Victoria's Secret fashion show like even like I remember when I was like college aged there would be like sorority parties that Mm -hmm. were like we're all gonna wear like lingerie and like watch the fashion show like I've just never I I get that the the models work really hard I get that like there's a lot of production that goes into it it's fashion But I just have never, like, found enjoyment in, like, watching a bunch of women walk around in, like, fancy lingerie. Like, like, that just isn't entertaining to me. Like, even aside from all of the, like, they aren't size inclusive, they aren't inclusive to, like, trans models, they aren't this, that, the other. At the end of the day, like, the content, like, I just, I don't find entertaining. You should watch the uh, Savage X Fenty fashion show. It's on. I saw highlights of it. It is 
amazing. Like, like you said, it's not even just, like, because it is super inclusive and super empowering, but, like, the production is so good. Well, that's the thing, too. I feel like... I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I feel like I love the idea of getting to watch women, like, be their most confident selves. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think entertainment has to be, like, scripted or, like a big shebang to be interesting I just feel like it's it's less about the girls and how they feel walking in the clothes and more about like look at my like sequin bra or like my like pink angel wings and less about like wow like I feel so good Mm -hmm. this is me on my journey to get here you know what I mean I feel like it's a little like objectifying it is yeah I don't know yeah I'm excited I I mean, I shouldn't say I'm excited that something's canceled. Um, you can say you're excited. I mean, we did a whole video recreating Victoria's Secret yeah. photos. I'm excited that things like the Savage X Fenty show are so crazy successful. Yeah. And that I I think there was a quote from, like, the director of marketing or something at Victoria's Secret who said something like, the world no longer is, like, receptive to, like, a thing like the Victoria's Secret fashion show. And I feel like for me, that's where I'm like, all right, I'm cool with that. Yeah. And and if I I would not be opposed to the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show coming back in two, three years and being inclusive. Maybe they mm-hmm. extend their sizing. Um, they bring in some, like, trans models and some LGBTQ models and some plus-size models and um, models of all different ethnicities and skin tones and disabled models. I feel like yeah, I'd be down for it if they brought it back like that. I just... Yeah, I just don't think it's interesting, and I think that it kind of goes back to, I guess that's, like, a hot take, but even, like, with pageants and that whole culture of, like, bikini competitions and whatever, Mm -hmm. I understand, I won't get into it because I'm not super educated, but I understand that there are certain competitions where it's, like, look how much I can lift, or look at, like, how strong I've built my body, and I... I won't comment because I don't know whether those are, like, good or bad or whether where they fall or where what my opinion is on them morally. But I think that, like, even I know growing up, it, there were tons of pageants that were, like, Miss Teen, insert city name, and they would have, like, a gown and they would have a swimsuit and they would have this, that, and the other and, like, a talent. And it's, like, why are you making 16-year-old girls walk around in swimsuits on yeah. stage? Like, yeah. that, like, literally, like, how is that still And acceptable? how do you, and, and they're literally judging on, like, a scale. So yeah. it's, like, how do you judge what is a 10 in a swimsuit and what's a 2 in a swimsuit? Like. What is the, what is the scale? I think when you're talking about adults, like, it is different. Obviously, all of the models walking in the Victoria's Secret fashion show are, like, very proud of their bodies. Yeah. They are, like, their career is to be a lingerie model, so they are actively choosing that. But I just think that whole world uh, in the next 10 years or so hopefully will kind of go away of, like, just looking at women's bodies and judging them. I agree with that. I think anything that's about breaking down the objectification and being more about confidence is what I'm all about. Woo! Um, Before we get into the next part of our podcast, should we take a sponsor break? 
Let's do it. So this podcast is brought to you by Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. Cash App is a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends. So uh, Skylar and I go out to eat a lot together. We are going to the movies tonight. We're probably going to get sushi before. Uh, We don't have to worry about like splitting up the bill right there. We don't have to be like, okay, let me add this up. Let me like total the tax, put your card down, put my card down. Be an inconvenience to the waiter. Yeah, we can just Cash App send it back and forth, split it, easy peasy, not a big deal. Makes everything cleaner, and I like that. Um, it solves a lot of easy problems, and uh, we're all about things that make life easier here. Um, so Cash App also comes with the Cash Card, a free debit card that comes with boosts, which are like instant rewards for shopping at places that you already love. And you can get big discounts off your entire purchase at places like DoorDash, Whole Foods, Target, and a lot more. You just listed three of my favorite places. (laughs) I'm just pitching it to Skylar. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It is literally like having credit card perks, but packed in a free debit card. And what I'm also super excited about with working with Cash App is that we are going to be supporting one of our favorite organizations, which is the Trevor Project. So when you sign up with Cash App and use promo code UNFILTERED, not only will you receive $10, but Cash App will donate $10 to the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project is an amazing organization that we're both really passionate about. They provide crisis intervention and suicide prevention for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and questioning youth. Um, And I just really love the work they do. And I'm really glad that Cash App is going to be partnering with us to uh, help fund them, which is great. I am so excited about it. Me too. I I think they're a great charity and I always love when I can tie in charity to any of the stuff that we do on social media and especially when it has to do with sponsors. I think it's mm-hmm. really, really great. So don't forget to use promo code UNFILTERED when you download Cash App from the App Store today. Thank you, Cash App. And thank you so much. Yeah, Our so first excited. sponsor. So exciting. Woo. Podcasts are our fun and interesting because they are similar to YouTube in a yeah. way but they're also so different oh totally like even just like with um funding podcasts and monetization and all of that like sponsors are such a key part of that for podcasts mm-hmm. um which is why we're very grateful for cash app yeah so thank you so much <laughs> um what else did we miss while we were on our hiatus Ooh, what else did we miss your baby shower <gasps> my baby shower we did it <laughs> it was mama mia themed it was spectacular did you like it i loved it Aww. i felt like i like i loved my engagement party i loved my bridal shower i loved like every wedding event that we did or my bachelorette party but I just felt like the baby shower was so special like I just I felt like there had never been anything like it in my life of even like the best birthday parties the best anything I think partially because it was obviously like thrown by you Mm -hmm. and my mom uh for Kyle and I but it really was like celebrating my son like, mm-hmm. all the gifts that we got, like, I feel like opening gifts is always, like, a little awkward no matter what, but it wasn't like, oh, awesome, like, here are new towels for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, here is a high chair for my son. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I felt like I was so, so grateful for everything because, I mean, like, obviously we would have just purchased those things for my son <laughs> if we hadn't gotten them. Right. But also it's just so cool to see, I don't know, and I, I feel like with 
with baby showers and like with baby related things it's less like oh we have to invite aunt so-and-so or we have to invite this family friend like every single person who is there is genuinely someone who is like going to be in his life forever you know what I mean like it's it was the most important people to us and I felt like that was just so reflected in that like Nobody made any weird comments about my body. Like, nobody, like, did anything judgmental. Like, we literally had karaoke. It was yes. it was Mamma Mia themed. Like, there were disco balls and, like, mm. sailboats all over in November. Yeah. <laughs> like, and nobody said anything except no. for, like, this is so fun. Like, this is so wonderful. And so I just feel so blessed to have, like, such amazing people, especially Sierra, in my life. Oh, I love and you. I just, I, like... I'm very appreciative. Also, it made it feel very real. Yeah. It's I weird. Bet. It's like coming up. It is. How how far along are you? Um, I am almost 31 weeks. That's so you're less you're like nine weeks away. Yeah. If he's if, if he's if he's born on his due date. Yeah. I feel like I mean, it obviously varies person to person, but like in my family and also a lot of times with your first kid, babies come early. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like I I mean, I'm planning on him coming anywhere from 38 weeks and beyond. Like, before that, it'll be a surprise to me. Yeah. But, like, and we'll be ready. But, I mean, if he were born tomorrow, I think he has, like, a 97% survival rate or something like that. I know know two or three weeks ago it was 95%, which is nuts. Like, obviously, that wouldn't be ideal. He would have to go into NICU and it would be all sorts of things. But, like... Isn't that crazy? That's so wild. That's so wild. I'm just so excited to meet him. Me too. Because like I <laughs> I want to know what he looks like. Same. And I want to know his personality. Same. Like who is Baby P? The, I have so many questions. It's just, it's the great mystery of my life. We'll but see. we'll find out in nine weeks and beyond. It's just so crazy. I want to I wanna hold him. <laughs> I can't think <laughs> about it. And if I, I, I feel that way, like, I can't even imagine how you feel. You're literally growing him. Well, it's just so weird. It's weird as I get further along and he, like, moves around a lot more. And, like, my placenta is in the front. I think your p- placenta can be in the front or back. Okay. Um, and so it's a lot harder for me to feel him than it would be if his placenta was behind because there's like more blocking but I feel him like literally all the time and so it's just it's so cool well and it's cool too I get like the probably the next thing we'll talk about is that we are in escrow which is really exciting um and so it's cool getting to like I've purchased like 99% of what will be in his nursery it's like all stacked up very high in our bedroom right now because originally we were planning on just staying in our apartment and obviously there's like a small percent chance that that will be the case and Mm -hmm. if that's the case like I'm totally happy with that but when that was the case we weren't going to get him toys that he wouldn't use until he was like six months and beyond because Mm -hmm. we would have moved by that point if that makes sense like we got him like a rocking horse that like looks like a llama or we got him like an activity chair or things that he won't use until he's older Older. like in the later half of his first year and so we would have waited on that but I ordered them now because I was excited but so now they're like all in our apartment (laughs) which is really exciting and cute and it's fun to like 
I don't know, just imagine yeah. what life will be like. Are there any other babies in your extended family? Like, do you have any, like, nieces or nephews or, like, co- I guess you wouldn't have nieces or nephews, but, like, cousins who have kids or? No, I mean, my mom and all of her sisters, like, like my mom had me on her 22nd birthday, mm-hmm. um, and then she, like, obviously got remarried, and then now I have siblings who are, like, significantly younger than me. Mm-hmm. And then all of her siblings had si- or had kids in that batch. Okay. So, like, all of my cousins are really young. Right. They're, like, in, a, like, elementary school, middle school. Okay. But they're and, not, like, but they're not babies. babies. Okay. So this will be, like, the first mm. baby, which is exciting. That's so exciting. And also it's so fun to see, like, I don't know. It's fun to see, like, my parents, like, transition into, like, grandparenthood of, like, even the other day. <laughs> over at my mom's house and she was like I've been thinking about it a lot and I think that grandma got run over by a reindeer was really written about me (laughs) I was like um she'd been drinking too much eggnog and we begged her not to like that's who you're that's you charity she's like I feel like I'm kind of like funny and like space cadet-y I was like I'm glad to know you're gonna be the fun the fun uh, or a fun grandma that's so funny. but uh, i love that but yeah so it's really fun to see like everyone kind of transition also mm-hmm. it's just like surreal that like all of our like quote-unquote last things are happening of yeah. like especially with all the holidays of like on my facebook memories this morning it came up that i think four years ago kyle and i were decorating like our christmas tree in our apartment I was like, this is going to be our fifth Christmas together, and it's our last one, just the two of us. Like, mm-hmm. every other year, we're going to have to figure out, like, do we, because we always have, ever since we've been together, we just spent the night at my parents' house, and then, like, in the morning, we all open up our stockings together and do the whole shebang. I was like, are we going to do our son's stocking at our house and then go over to my parents' house, or are we just going to, like zip over in our pajamas and open them at grandparent like I don't know well and it's fun too because your baby is due at the end of January Mm -hmm. it's not like you're gonna have like a two-month-old at Christmas you're gonna have an 11-month-old at Christmas which is like like excuse my French that's a whole ass baby (laughs) that's a whole ass baby like that's not just like Sitting in, in like, their little, like, I don't know, carriage thing, like, chilling out. Like, that's, like... In their little carriage thing? Yeah. Is my son Cinderella? Yeah. Like, 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 a, like a car seat. That was what I was thinking. Like, the little car seat that you carry around. I was just imagining him in, like, a pumpkin carriage. Just, like, oh, drinking tea. He, that would so be him, too. He's gonna be, like, super, like, bougie and posh. But, like, <laughs> British posh. Oh, my gosh. He, like, develops a love of, like, designer things. I'm like, go hang out with Sarah. <laughs> like, go. Oh, you two can roll around in the mud and go be bougie together. What are you going to have? Because <laughs> those things go together. Um, what are you going to have your son call me? We've talked about this briefly. I think Aunt Cece. Cece? Cece? Yeah. What do you think? I think Cece's good. Yeah. Do you want Aunt Cece? It's up to you. Well, I mean, it's up Steve- to you. He's he's your whole ass baby. Well, but it's your whole ass name. <laughs> and Stephen has already said he's going to be Uncle Steve. Which I hate. <laughs> I love it. I think it's like quirky and fun. So I feel like if it's like Uncle Steve and like maybe like Auntie Cece, Aunt Cece. Maybe, something. like, I could, like, maybe for, like, the whole first year of his life, I'll just play with my yo-yo all the time, and I'll be like, Aunt Yo-Yo. 
Yesterday, I was up in arms with Kyle because he, we were watching, what were we watching? Oh, we were watching the last Shane Dawson episode. Okay. And like halfway through, he was like, I'm so sorry. I have to pause it. Like, I just, I have to scoop the cat's litter. I have to do dishes. Like, there's so much I have to do tonight. Like, we can watch this right before we go to bed, but I want to make sure that, like, I get all those things done. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, I want to keep watching, but, like, I appreciate you being responsible. Thank you for doing all those things. Like, I'll organize my closet while you do that. Yeah. Halfway through me organizing my closet, I hear him in the bedroom. And in my brain, I'm like, hmm, like scooping the cat's litter, like taking out the recyclables, like washing. None of these things are done in the, in the bedroom. bedroom. And so I walk out and he is just playing with his yo-yo. Heck yeah. And so I was like, Kyle. My man. Are you, are, are you done? Are you, are you ready to watch a show? He was like, no, I'm just taking a break. You're taking a yo-yo break? Yeah. At 8 o'clock at night? Yeah, that's the best time for a yo-yo break. I just, I can't with you guys and your yo-yos. Well, you and your yo-yos. But now Kyle is becoming a yo-yo convert. I'm going to make your son a yo-yo, like, prodigy. Like, I'm going to drive him all around to, like, yo-yo conventions. A yo-yo prodigy. Yeah. I bet there are conventions. I had I'm a... surprised there wasn't a Bones episode about that. I know. Like, it was like, <laughs> he was over at a yo-yo convention. You're going to have to go talk to the head yo-yo-y. And then they, like, go in and yeah, it's this yeah. guy, like, doing all these tricks. He's like, yeah, I saw him. What about it? You know what, Sierra? <laughs> I think we have to come up with a video idea that you can do in the next, like, six months to a year that is themed around yo-yos. Well, maybe not themed, but maybe I, like, in my... Incorporate them. Yeah, like, maybe in my Heelys video. I We talked about this in the live podcast, if you miss it. I want to do a video where I wear Heelys for a, a week. Because we're but always trying to get more down to your core of who you are. Imagine and I don't think yo-yoing <laughs> while I'm on Heelys. Like, or, like... What if we also incorporate it in that video? Like, every day you're doing something that's, like, truly you. Because usually in your in-a-week videos, it's like, I'm going to Target. I'm going to Disneyland. I'm, like, doing, like, fun, normal things. But what if it's, like, what if we sit down and are, like, what are Sierra's passions? And one of the days you, like, build a bog while wearing Heelys. One of the days you, like, try yo-yoing two yo-yos at once. Love. Like, what if, (laughs) like, what if you, we just really deep dive into, like, what are your passions? Like, maybe one of the days you just play Pokemon Go all day. Love and, it. Like, just do a bunch of raid battles. I love that. I feel like, I'm in. I feel like that might I'm be all in the on that next idea. generation of content. <laughs> generation? Sure. Mm, I don't know if that's the right word. Well, it's like, maybe that's like Sierra Schultze 2.0. <laughs> that's what we rebrand you as. Yeah. Also, that was something fun in the live show. If you listen to the live podcast, we talked about rebranding. Curvy Curl. Curvy Curl, which yeah. is crazy. To un- unfiltered or unfiltered by Sierra yeah. Schultze or literally anything. I'm super yeah. open. Let us know in the comments if you guys have any ideas. Obviously, we couldn't take suggestions from the audience because that would have just been a bunch of people like yelling. Right. Um. But what but- do you think would be a good name for my merch? And this isn't for the podcast merch no like this is for sierra all merch yeah yeah um but yeah i <laughs> i do think it would be fun to do like a skylar exclusive shirt though that said like woot woot or something on it Aww, don't you think that would be fun? very sweet well obviously i would think that'd be fun I mean, <laughs> to like design a shirt that i would get to wear but i don't know if people buy it i yes they would people love we learn you must have learned that at the live show at least <laughs> 
Like people <laughs> you sound like such an angry teacher. You, you must, must have, have learned, learned this. <laughs> people like you. I like you. The viewers like you. You know, I like you. And so just you wear the shirt. Yeah. Kyle wear wears like a crop top. Uh-huh. I maybe we should release some sort of like unisex hoodie too because the boys yeah. always complain. I know. But, and there were a, I mean obviously a lot of the guys at our live shows or our live show was like husbands and or boyfriends. boyfriends or but I feel like I don't know maybe they would wrap some merch yeah maybe what if we did like a boys shirt and then like a you shirt oh, as like an exclusive fun. and then it could be I don't know we could do something fun for like Even for the boys you could do like something with like link in description or because yeah. I feel like that's funny and like if you're in on YouTube like you don't have to like our podcast to think that's funny like I feel like all YouTubers say like link, link in, in the description. description just something funny for the boys like what would your husband and your boyfriend want to wear that like is somehow tied into like my channel or the podcast i wonder if we could do like a pocket tee or something yeah i feel like the boys love those like plain shirts with a pocket i love that and then do some like little pocket that'd be cute (laughs) me talking about men's fashion (laughs) um i love that um, but yeah. is there anything else about you buying a condo? Ooh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I feel like, and we can talk about your experience buying a house too, because you guys bought a house. Has it been a year? It's been a year and a half. That is crazy. We bought a house in July 2018. That is nuts. I know. Yeah, I feel like we can talk about all sorts of things. I think, um, I think it's really interesting. Like as people in our 20s, mm-hmm. like. Just the difference between owning and renting. I mean, I haven't experienced it yet, but I'm I'm on my journey there, and you obviously have experienced it. Mm-hmm. Like, I even remember maybe, like, a couple months after you guys moved in, Stephen, like, heard from one of the neighbors, was like, oh, there are termites in this tree. Yeah. And he had to, like, figure out what that meant. I remember him, like, running downstairs and being like, what do termites look like? And then having to, like, call an inspector or whatever you guys did with that but it is it is different of like there's no one to defer to it's not like oh we flooded the apartment with our dishwasher let me call the landlord like it's an inconvenience for us but like at the end of the day like the landlord will deal with it like everything is yours but i think that's where you guys are going to really benefit because you guys are such handy people yes and kyle is such like a do-it-yourself guy that i think uh It'll be fine. I think you guys will be fine. Yeah. Because I think if there's like a a nick in the wall, yeah, it's not like oh no, how do I fill this in? I don't know. Like I'm, you guys can do it. I'm so looking forward to it. I feel like it's one of my one of the things I'm most looking forward to. Not like termites, <laughs> but just being able to make changes and know that like we don't have to change them back. Yeah. Of even I feel like every place that we've lived in, like this was pre Skylar and then I moved into the apartment Kyle installed a dishwasher in his apartment that we lived in like in one of the cabinets which like he probably wasn't supposed to do at the end of the day the landlord like said it was fine when we were moving out and was like honestly like yeah we'll keep it and like that's fine um but I I feel like we do things at like every place that we're in that I mean not even like up the value money wise but just like up the value of like how it is like even like in this place we've only been here 
since January and we'll move out in January. And like we did like a DIY shiplap wall and we like changed out a lot of like the easy hardware and I don't know. I feel like it'll be cool to be able to like change out a ceiling fan or change out like balcony railing and know Mm. that at the end of the day like that hopefully will just increase the value of the place and it's not like oh we have to reinstall like the crappy version of this right. you know what i mean right it's it's you are not only adding value for your quality of life you're actually adding value to the house yeah well and it's fun too to like see problems and get to like be creative about them mm-hmm. of like even the downstairs guest bathroom like open the door is kind of weird and that you have to like shimmy around it it just is like not a very efficient thing and i was like oh what if we just did like a barn door like on a slider and did like a cute like farmhousey thing yeah and then we looked into it and we're like yeah that's not super expensive let's Let's do do it it. and so we're just gonna like take the door off the hinges Mm -hmm. and like do it ourselves and it'll like look way cuter it'll be way more functional and like we can do that like we can take a door off the hinges if it's not practical and like get rid of it (laughs) And that's how we felt here, too. Like, this studio is actually two bedrooms. Yeah. We knocked down a wall in between. It was a little more complicated because we had to bring out, like, a, a in what's it called? Like, a... Contractor? No, it's like a, what's the word I'm going for? Structural architect mm-hmm. to make sure that if we knock down this wall, it's not going to knock down the house. Yeah. Um. Then we had to bring out, like, um, a contractor to look at all of it, an electrical engineer to make sure none of the wiring was going to get messed up. But then it was to us yeah and so like Stephen and his dad did it themselves and it was great and I love it and we don't have to put up this wall when we move yeah which is so awesome I feel like that's it's just like such a great thing and so even with little things of like we right now are in called litigations wow so yeah um of when we tell the seller and the real estate agent like what repairs we would like done before we move in and then they can either say like oh we'll do half of those we'll do all of those we aren't going to do any and then we can decide where we want to move from there but even little things of like oh if there's an issue with the plumbing and the downstairs vanity why don't we just get a credit for that and then we can pick out a vanity that we like and install like a mirror that we like and a light fixture that we like instead of just being like oh well guess we're gonna fix that pipe Mm -hmm. like let's fix the pipe and then also make it a nicer space and make it the way that we like it and yeah I'm just so excited it's so exciting I I haven't seen it yet I know. I want to go see it soon. That'll be so much fun. I'm I'm so so excited excited. once all of these, like, negotiations are done and we just have, like, a confirmed move-in date. I guess that's, like, the most stressful part of it all is... Well, and you guys also did 30-day escrow, right? So we did 30-day escrow, but we did January... Or not January. We did December 27th is, like, we're giving them up until then to move out. Got it. Okay. So our 30-day escrow ends on January... or sorry December 9th but they could push it till the 27th got it okay so that was kind of our way of because the seller I think doesn't currently have another property lined up like they're bidding on places so it was our way of being a little more flexible than being like well you have to move out within 30 days because the whole process went very quick but if we were moving on the 9th I would have already packed up our apartment (laughs) like I would have already made all these arrangements whereas if we're moving at the end of the month 
then that's a lot different. I don't want my dishes packed up and I don't want everything. So hopefully we'll find out before we record the next podcast. But mm. it is just that's so exciting. crazy. We did 30 a day escrow as well. Yeah. And it's hard. Yeah. It's because usually escrow can be anywhere from 30 days to 90 days. Mm-hmm. A 30 day escrow is quick. Yeah. It was like your litigation period and the disclosures and everything is like two or three day chunks. Mm-hmm. Whereas sometimes you need like a week to yeah. figure those things out. And and Stephen really took the like brunt of all of it when yeah. we did it. And, and I was really surprised that we were able to get through in the 30 days. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, that's like Kyle and his mom are kind of taking the lead on everything, which I'm really grateful for. But I also am someone where I want to be looped into everything. I also like want to be on all the phone calls, even if I'm only saying a couple of words. (laughs) But that way, at least I'm like still taking in all the information and I'm able to give it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier about giving advice. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to give educated advice and not be like, oh, well, I haven't been on the last three phone calls, but I think that that's outrageous. I want to be able to, like, actually be like, hey, I heard on this phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it is crazy. Yeah. And it's also weird because I feel like with having a baby, like, you don't know when they're coming. Like, obviously, there's, like, an expected due date, but I feel like that's been something I've been thinking about a lot recently. Like, how – I mean, obviously – at nine months, like, the baby is pretty cooked, right? <laughs> like, it's, like, like your body just naturally knows, like, okay, the baby's ready. But, like, we made up a calendar year, like, as humans. Like, yeah. that's, like, uh, I, I don't know. Not to be. I feel like a lot of times in these podcasts recently I've been, like, I feel like that's a, a stoner thought. <laughs> but, like, but, like, we, like, how does my baby know that? Exactly nine months from conception or from my last period like that's when i'm supposed to go into labor right right like Like, i i I don't know yeah it just is kind of a mystery and i guess that's why people go to medical school is (laughs) is to know the answers and that's why we trust doctors this podcast is sponsored by doctors i'm just kidding (laughs) um do you what are you at the point in your pregnancy now where you're seeing like how often are you seeing your doctors now so I just changed over insurance too, which has also been a fun kind of stressful thing. Um, but now I'm with a great insurance. My Yay. OB is really wonderful. Um, so I'm only seeing her every two weeks, oh, I wow. think. Okay. Or maybe That's often though. Right? Or maybe it's once a month and then it's every two weeks at the very end. I know with my previous doctor, I was supposed to already be at the every two weeks and then I was supposed to move into every one week and mm. like a week or two so what but, do they check so that's the thing they don't sorry check. i keep interrupting no that's the thing. <laughs> I have so they many don't, questions they don't check that much um uh, like they usually like they'll take your weight and they'll just like check your blood pressure and all the normal things um it's been a little confusing because i'm switching over health insurance so a lot of things they like want to do twice or like you have to get like the flu shot you have to get like the whooping cough shot Mm -hmm. for me I'm like RH negative which babe do we talk about that on this podcast at all I don't think we have so I'm RH negative which means that I have like a very very rare type of blood and there's a really good chance that my baby has a different blood type than I do so if any of his blood gets into my system, my antibodies will start to fight it and think that it's like an intruder, which is like 
really bad. So I had to get an injection of antibodies that basically kind of like trick mine into thinking that like he's not an enemy. And then I'll also have to get one after birth. Um, but what's really interesting is my mom also apparently is Rh negative, oh. and so she like got all these injections with me and obviously my other two siblings. But then I ended up being the same blood type as her. Interesting. Which is really interesting. So how? I mean, I don't know how much you have an answer to this, but how common is it for the baby and the mother to have the same blood type? I don't think it's that common. Also, Kyle made a joke when we found out because uh, I'm O negative, which apparently is like the universal donor blood type. Mm -hmm. And he was like, wow, even your blood is like an Enneagram type two. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the universal donor. Like, it's kind of inconvenient for me in pregnancy but like it's great if like anyone ever needs like a blood transfusion yeah um but yeah so it's been it's been a lot of catch-up i feel like maybe i'll talk about it on the podcast um it's been really interesting with like weight gain in pregnancy Mm -hmm. of i so i went to my doctor's appointment and we can cut this out if you want to no but i feel like it's interesting yeah of So I went to my doctor's appointment, and they, like, checked what percentage my baby was in, and he was really high in, like, his femur length of he's really, like, long and tall, but he was, like, pretty small when it came to his, like, around size or his weight, and they said that was normal and fine, but then they weighed me, and I weighed two pounds less than I did a month ago, Uh which is, like, just kind of weird. And so they said it was fine, and they said they were just going to, like, monitor me and whatever. But to me, and, like, my worried brain, I'm like, oh, but shouldn't I be gaining, like, about a pound a week? Like, how weird that I would have dropped two pounds instead of gained, like, four pounds, especially because at the time I was transitioning from, like, the second trimester to third trimester, which is when you're supposed to gain a lot of weight. And so it is so interesting of – like, people constantly telling me, like, oh, my gosh, like, you look so small. Like, you look like you haven't gained any weight or this, that, and the other. And I think that people are trying to compliment me. But at the end of the day, it's just that thing of, like, commenting on people's bodies. Just of never like, good. No, I'm, like, kind of worried about it. <laughs> like, that's not, like, it. and so I think that, I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. I know we talked about it a couple times on the podcast of, not commenting on women's bodies and like that includes pregnant women oh absolutely but i just think that like it's never it's never a good thing yeah (laughs) you know yeah and it's hard because i think people think it's a compliment and so they Mm -hmm. think oh this will make her feel better about her pregnancy but i think just drawing attention to it in any way and and you shouldn't be wanting to lose weight. Yeah. You're you're pregnant. No, you it's should not be, like, yeah. oh, congratulations, you're down a couple pounds. It's like, no, but, like, shouldn't I be putting on weight? Like, yeah. I'm sure, like, it could be a million things. It could just yeah. be a fluke of, like, maybe when I went in, I, like, had a big veggie burger for lunch right beforehand or whatever, and, like, things had just shifted. But it is, like... Just such a funny thing. It kind of circles back to what we were talking about earlier with, like, just wanting to, like, be the best version of yourself, especially when it comes to, like, parenthood of being like, wait, but, like, is this normal? Am I okay? Am I eating enough? Am I whatever? Um, But, yeah. So I feel like 
circling back to what we were saying before of they really just check like basic things so I don't think it's necessary to come in once a week at the end it is because they'll check like how dilated you are because you'll get dilated like maybe I don't know tell me in the comments like two weeks beforehand it'll be like oh you're two centimeters dilated and then you'll stay that for a little bit and then you'll be like three centimeters then four and then at a certain point it's like oh okay yeah (laughs) now I'm going into labor now I'm actually dilated um that's crazy but yeah to think about it is so weird I'm so excited for you I'm like I just know you're gonna be like the absolute best mother and you're so like ready and prepared and and I'm just so excited to like meet him and hang out with him it's gonna be so fun I'm so excited I've been really 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 trying to like be in the moment and like not overthink things because I think especially like with the holidays and just being in like a very transitional place in my life it's hard to be like okay but also we're moving and also it's Thanksgiving and also it's like my baby shower and it's the live show and it's all these things but being like this is realistically probably me and Kyle's last month in this apartment and your last few months alone yeah ever yeah (laughs) and so I think it's it is just like a sometimes I have to sit there and be like I love our apartment. I love our cats. Like, I'm happy that, like, Kyle's healthy and our cats are healthy and I'm healthy. And, like, it's just the four of us for now. And I don't know. But so it, mm-hmm. it is, like, a crazy thing. I feel like sometimes when you're going through busy seasons of life, I feel like marriage was kind of like that, too. Of Like, when all the wedding stuff was happening. Being like, you need to take a second. Be present. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a really good place to end the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. To our little, like, catch-up sesh of course yeah i'm so (laughs) glad that we got to to do this and and hang out with you guys and just be chilling our cozy white sweaters because it's finally christmas (laughs) i'm so excited um and we'll see you guys next week Bye. bye